Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Harry Potter is Luke Skywalker. Dumbledore is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Voldemort is Anakin as Vader without the suit, but in an Emperor Palpatine role. This is my review for the Harry Potter franchise. A. B. N. It's headphones nailed! What's up guys, welcome back to Headphones Neil Reviews. This is my review for the Harry Potter film franchise. So for this particular review, I wanted to share my thoughts of the films now having seen every single one of them. So prior to this watching as a bit of backstory, I had only seen the first film and the last film. I had a vague memory while watching the second film that I it kind of I had seen it it looked familiar so I think at some point I had actually seen it but I had forgotten all about it because by the time I was done I had remembered enough of it to say that it is something that I had watched more with more than a passing recollection or even watching bits and pieces on TV or something or maybe I watched it with friends or something along those lines but um, basically, I not having seen most of the films and not having watched them in order, I thought I would watch them to see what I think of the film franchise and how it holds up. Um, so I'm going to start my comparison as, or start my review as a comparison with Star Wars in that it feels like an inverse to the Star Wars franchise in that Star Wars has an overarching story that works, but the individual chapters kind of feed into it because there's enough elements in there but when you look watch enough when you watch the individual chapters and episodes you don't necessarily get enough of a complete story to for the stories to make sense whereas in Harry Potter the individual stories make sense but the overarching story is kind of flimsy and vague you know that the there's a battle between Harry Potter and Voldemort coming but the bits and pieces that you get in the story are kind of infrequent and, in, and far between. So you know that there's going to be a battle between the two. Um, the things like the Horcruxes are not really mentioned until the very uh, end of the series and until the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Um, 
you realize that there's a lot of magic going on, but you don't really know the significance or powers of stuff until the very end. So when you're watching the films, they all work well individually, but there's not enough development with the Voldemort side for me to really care about him as a villain. So when you, for example, watch Star Wars, you realize that um, Palpatine, for example, is a very shrewd individual and you kind of want to see where he goes with everything that he's doing. So when you start with the Phantom Menace and get into the Rise of Skywalker, you see a very large overarching progression in his powers and abilities. Whereas if you watch one, any one of the singular films, you kind of, you're left wanting more in the story. So the individual films give just enough for you to want to care about doing that. With Harry Potter and watching them, in watching the first film, I was like, oh, okay, cool, this, this Voldemort guy is going to be a very important piece of the puzzle. I want to know more. But over the course of the franchise, you there are, there's a lot of time and energy spent in um, Harry Potter ga gaining his powers, but then you get all these other side characters, which are developed well. So I'm not really saying that, that none of the, any of that was progressing poorly, but there's very minimal time spent in developing Voldemort as a character, so a lot of things you, are, you hear about him are spent in hearsay and um, artifacts and things that he left behind, so you don't really know or for me, I didn't really care that anyone that he was coming back or anything like that until the very end of the franchise when we started seeing him to actually take over and implement his plan to take over Hogwarts and um, get Harry Potter um, into a battle with him. So in general, the final two films were fine, but for me, the films could have been... Um, reduce or shorten in the number from I think the seven or eight that there were into maybe six films so I would leave Sorcerer's Stone alone because it's a good introduction to the franchise of films the story and the characters um then maybe leave Chamber of Secrets alone because you get a little bit of progression or good enough progression with uh, the House of Slytherin and some of the more character development and a good continuation there. Um, from there, I would probably combine the Prisoner of Azkaban and the Goblet of Fire because... Um, or maybe Prisoner of Azkaban and the Order of the Phoenix, just because those stories are pretty, are kind of continuous with, with each other and make sense. So I would have probably made Goblet of Fire the third film, then combine Prisoner of Azkaban and Order of the Phoenix, because with the introduction of um, Sirius Black, that whole story arc into um, the Order of the Phoenix seems to make a lot more sense. Um, and then Half-Blood Prince was a good introduction and continuation as far as um, um, Snape being the Half-Blood Prince and then the um, introduction into the um, court of Voldemort. And then combine the Deathly Hallows because my biggest thing there was with the introduction of the Horcruxes that seemed to be fine but I would have preferred knowing more about those sooner and I'll get into why I'm okay with it as well in a second, but the Deathly Hollows didn't seem like they needed to be split into two films. They could have just as easily been one film. So there was a lot of 
panning shots, overarching shots, lingering shots, and things like that. So the films felt like they dragged on for more than they needed to. So it could have just been one film. So by combining some of the storylines and arcs, the progression could have been made a lot better. So for me, um, I feel like the Prisoner of Azkaban storyline with Sirius Black could have um, also on the flip side presented more as far as more storyline as far as Voldemort and some of the things that were going on with him rather than a lot of the progression that happened in the Half-Blood Prince. So there's that and then it feels like as Dumbledore being the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the franchise there was a lot of uh, withholding of information, um, limit of, limited sharing of information with Harry Potter, kind of like we saw with um, Obi-Wan and Luke in Empire Strikes Back. So that's kind of why, for me, Harry Potter didn't... A lot of the f stories and information could have been presented as far as Dumbledore and some of the other teachers and present a lot more information to the viewers even though it was not presented to harry and his friends it could have been presented with each other so for me that would have made the films that much better and reduce some of the lingering shots and extra time spent on the side characters or introduce them after they're brought in with or after they're tied in with the story with voldemort so while the individual and so that for me that goes back to while the films were not bad individually it feels like they did not really um lend themselves well to the overarching story arc and in general they were very unevenly done so um if i was to narrow down the story or story or films to watch i would probably say watch chamber of secrets then jump into half-blood prince and then the deathly hallows for the both parts so you kind of get a trilogy as far as what happens um the rest of the films provide individual bits of information as far as what's going on but not enough to warrant entire films around them so by combining some of the story arcs and movie some of the sto um, stories or some of the inf bits of inf stories sooner it could have worked better but for me you know by by the time i got to half-blood prince i w was really wondering when we're gonna get more of Voldemort. what's going on why haven't we even seen enough of him we get an early look i think but not enough we get an early look with um in chamber of secrets but that is really about it. it's like um getting emperor palpatine or um chancellor palpatine in episode one but not but then not seeing him until again until a new hope or empire strikes back at which point you're want, kind of wondering what's going on or where he's at or what who's pulling the strings but then really only getting you get a lot more for example anakin and, and then darth vader um grand moff tarkin the uh, trade federation and all these other side characters but not seeing the main villain that luke has to ultimate and even anakin has to ultimately destroy later so if we did not have that progression of palpatine over the films it would have been a cool, you would have said or I would have said he's a cool character but why should I care about him as the emperor because we have very little information about him 
and same thing and that's basically what it feels like happened here in this franchise is that we get Voldemort early but then we don't see him or get enough of him until later in the franchise so why should I care about him as a villain because all of the development that we get from him happened later in the franchise and as I'm talking it's a similar thing that we see in for example the Mortal Kombat film where Shang Tsung as the main villain is presented early and then um, various bits of his scheme and planning and villainy are presented over the course of the film. So it presents a case for wanting or it presents a case for him being the villain. So I kind of didn't see that here so that kind of throws me off liking the films and enjoying the story arc overall so if i was to grade this franchise i'd probably give it about a b minus uh, to a c plus so right about the 80 percent range um overall uh or in overall in good individual stories in the films but as far as an overarching story it was generally very uneven so it kind of made me or i basically got bored in watching the film so um basically like i said by the time we get to half-blood prince i wanted more Voldemort and didn't feel like we got enough of him to want me to care about him and then everything was dumped into those last three films so it reminded me of that um meme about Voldemort being unable to take over a high school because yes it's it kind of rings true just because there was not enough development of him over the course of the films or what he was up to or him pulling the strings with these various characters for me to care about it care about him enough of a, as a villain to make me care about them or care about him um and then the other thing is is that i like the progression of hermione and um ron as far as them generally staying apart and um hating each other and then growing into a relationship with each other and how ron cares about hermione and i like the little touch towards the end when ron pulls up the memory he has of hermione saying something about things being on the map for the room of reflections or whatever that hidden room was called and we see that she realizes he's been paying attention and listening to her all along even though he's kind of haphazard and um goofy about things so he was kind of it feels like between him and i forget the guy who's always clumsy who stopped at them who stopped the trio at the in um the sorcerer's stone but he find, he was kind of like the han solo of the film where he or sorry, not the Han Solo, but he was the Samwise Gamgee of the films, where he was a good supporting character, he, even though he might have been hated. We have um, basically he sees what's going on, he and he tries to make people understand. He still comes back because he's a, he's a good friend like that. So he wasn't really the Han Solo of the franchise. He was he was the um, Samurai, Sam Ganji of the series. Um, the favorite character of mine, I'd probably want to say, was um, Dobby, um, just because, and Hagrid, I want to say, just because they were probably the most relatable characters. I liked their acting and performance, and overall, their acting just worked. So that's actually all for the, there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything related, relatable that says that 
hey, you're wrong, you're, you're right, or this is how they handled it better, better in the novels and the films, or something I missed or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is PatelN01.com for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And of course, you can support the show in a variety of ways, but the best place to get um, early access to upcoming content and bonus content and um, patron-exclusive posts and things like that, be sure to visit patreon.com slash patelm01. But that's all there is for this review. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.